Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, this is your boy Frank Gore. I'm listening to 49er Rush. Niners all day. That's Brain Sits Home, baby. Let's go. I love it, man. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. All right, baby. Welcome to another episode of the 49ers Rush Podcast. And we got a little bit of a new look here. If you are with us on YouTube, looking us up in our digs a little bit, never content, always striving. Uh, what is it? Always striving and prospering, baby. ASAP. Here we go. Um, I want to say thank you to Dale over at Eat Sleep Fantasy. If you don't have a fantasy football podcast, Eat Sleep Fantasy is the place to be. Head over there, subscribe to those guys. But uh, they gave us this new look. We've got more important things to talk about. All right. We've slept once. Not enough, I feel like. The pain still subsides. But let's talk about this. Let's jump into this Packers game. We've had a night to kind of rest, think about it. You know, cool heads, hopefully prevail. Uh, If you're on social media, not so much. Because those guys are going crazy. <laughs> and I've seen people calling for Kyle Shanahan's head and all these things and whatever else. Let me tell you this. And please listen very, very carefully. The 49ers are fine. Okay? Did they have a bad loss? Yes. Do they need to step up their game? Yes. Are there concerns? Yes. Let's dive into those concerns. Let's look into the data, the analytics side. NFL still hasn't released the film yet. But whenever that comes out, trust me, you know I'm going to get you the film. I'm going to get you all the film, especially if you're with us over on Patreon. I'm going to get it to you. Um, Oh, no, I'm seeing some people say they can't see me. I'm pulling this up. I'm I'm seeing everything's fine. If there's any issues, um, please let me know. But um, anyway, we're going to be going through the offense, defense, grades, snap counts, some of the things that came through, again, as we've had time to rest a little bit and sleep and just kind of, again, once you step back, you know, I tell my players this all the time. The game is never as bad as you think it is. It's never as good as you think it is. It's always somewhere in between. That That's just the way it goes. So, like, just chill <laughs> a little bit. Your 49ers have a 2 and one record. They have a winning record, which is what you want. We lost to a team that's been in back-to-back NFC Championship games, and we lost the final minute of the game. Sometimes the NFL is going to go that way. Any given Sunday, a team can lose. Am I happy with it? No, absolutely not. Don't don't take my not hating life in this franchise as being content, not content. I'm very far from content, and there's a lot of things that need to change, and we're going to talk about those things. And, and I think that this is important. You know, We're going to start it off with Kyle Shanahan. And the question was asked right after the game to him, what what do you think the 49ers learned week three? Here's the head coach's response. Uh, I mean, I think we got to play a lot better than we did. I mean, just some of the mistakes that we made, especially early in the game in the first half, especially on third down with some critical situations. Uh, I think what you guys saw out there at the end, just getting back into the game, shows um, some of the players we have on our team. I thought there were some great individual efforts of guys just making unbelievable plays that got us in and gave us a chance to win that game. But um, some mistakes that we made throughout the game, um, you don't win a lot of football doing that, and that's what we got to clean up. It doesn't matter if you're playing the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers, who's going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback, all those things. It doesn't matter. If the 49ers offense continues to do what they've done for two games in a row, you're going to have problems. You're going to have problems. That's all. It doesn't matter if you're playing the Eagles, you're playing the Packers, you're playing the damn Jacksonville Jaguars, right? We saw Arizona, who's undefeated 3-0, struggle down to the wire versus the Jags, right? Like... 
who would I rather be right now? I'd rather be 3-0. and But trust me, the issues that that 3-0 and 3-0 isn't perfect. Every single team in the NFL has concerns. Ours got highlighted a little bit more because we're playing a great quarterback. And he put that on us. But let's talk offense. Let's jump into here. Top grades, okay? Highest graded player according to Pro Football Focus. No doubt played every single snap the whole game. All 70 offensive snaps, George Kittle. Dude was unbelievable start to finish. It's just what he is. Seven catches, 92 um, yards. He didn't even lead the team in targets. He had nine. Debo had 10. Seven catches, 92 yards. He had a 39-yard reception and blocked very well, as always. Actually, not only blocked very well, he had the highest pass blocking grade on the whole entire team. He had a better pass blocking grade than Trent Williams. So again, that's our tight end. <laughs> that's how damn good he is. Now you look at run blocking grade. He had the second highest run blocking grade on the team. Um, Trey Sermon actually had the highest run blocking grade. I think he got credit. Uh, he, Trey Sermon had seven run blocks, um, and I guess he blocked well there. So you can take that for whatever you want. But George Kittle is what it is. Trent Williams, he's been number one weeks one and two. He was number two this week with an 85.1, which is still Pro Bowl level score. Mike McGlinchey. 76, Charlie Warner, 69, haha, 69. He only had eight snaps, but still made him count. Mohamed Sanu, 68, Kyle Juszczyk, 67. And I was like, oh my gosh, why did Kyle have such a low score? The dude was all over the place. His run blocking grade was not there, and I remember seeing a couple pitches. This is one of the problems of pro football focus, right? Because they'll run an outside crack toss that's supposed to go inside, but when Trey Sermon bounces that outside because he's scared, they're going to dock you know, Kyle Juszczyk for blocking him that way, they didn't understand the play. So uh, Pro Football Focus provides a scope, a uh, parameter to evaluate things. It's not the end-all, be-all. That's not what it is, right? It's, it's just one of the many things that you can look at and say, all right, this is good, this is bad. Uh, shout out to all the CC people, man. I love it. Uh, we're getting some great numbers. We just did a giveaway uh, last episode. We've got some more coming. I put in a big shipment, bought way too many jerseys. So stay tuned. We're going to have some more stuff. Just got to wait for them to get in before I get them sent out. Now, um, you know, and let's pivot now and talk, you know, I want to bounce back and forth between individual grades, game time situations, some of the issues that took place and try to figure out what those things mean. Our run game was trash from the start. It was very obvious. Kyle Shanahan did not trust the running backs. He gave Trey, Trey Sermon a chance. Trey Sermon literally ran backwards on the first play um, and then... Dropped a wide open pass on a key thing when we're backed up in our end zone. And Shanahan pulled him. But even more important than this, I think this is probably one of the most telling clips of the whole entire press conference. This is George Kittle. And he asked, what did Green Bay do to their run game? This is huge. Please pay attention here. You know, they were loading the box. They had, uh, did all they could do to take away our double teams. Um, and our, they had set up in defenses to you know, let us get our double team, but then they're setting the edge with two guys, so there's not really much you can do there. Um, you know, I think uh, I trust in Coach Shanahan and Mike McDaniels to get after that, and they'll figure out a way to uh, avoid that next time. And because you know, I'm assuming a lot of defenses are going to try to do that because uh, they did a good job of eliminating our outside zone. And again, I'm going to have the film to back all this up as soon as they release it, probably tomorrow, late tomorrow, or Wednesday. Why were they able to crowd the box in the middle of the field? Very, very simple. They do not respect the deep ball. You don't have to play outside the numbers deep. Okay, so it's the antithesis, the exact opposite of what we saw with Aaron Rodgers. We're playing man, press man coverage. He just lobs it deep outside the numbers nonstop over and over again. Whatever. You don't see that with Jimmy. He doesn't do that. He took one deep pass, and it was the right read. Kittle beat his man and his guy in man. The problem was he lofted it way too much, gave too much time, backside corner, rotated over, had no business being there, just made a freak play. That's Jair. That's what he's going to do. He's an all-pro corner. All pros make plays, and he did that. That was the right read, but it was down the middle of the field. Not one pass attempt outside 20 yards downfield to either side. And so because of that, you watch your scouting report, we all know Jimmy ain't throwing deep. That's not what he is. You crowd the box. You ain't got to worry about the run game because Kyle Shanahan's got a fullback back there for the majority of the plays. 
you just crowd that in between the numbers, you know, zero to 10 yards deep. And, and that's what happened the whole game. So when you lost the Jimmy Garoppolo is a fine quarterback. He can win so many games and he put us in a chance to win even his turnovers. And we'll talk about those in a second. But Jimmy G gave this team a chance to win with no running game, with them spying completely on him. Now, how do you change that? Jimmy Garoppolo with bad running backs Kyle Shanahan doesn't trust is the worst combination for an offense. It doesn't matter. It's awful. It's not. You can't do a Kyle Shanahan offense without a running game and Jimmy Garoppolo. So guess what the obvious answer is? If we're going to stay in this situation and Elijah Mitchell doesn't come back next week, I fully do expect him to start next week, by the way. You got to change something. And again, if that means if Elijah Mitchell goes down, you got to go back to this crappy offense. If Trey Sermon doesn't step it up, Jimmy G cannot be the quarterback. I'm not calling for a switch. I'm saying, again, Jimmy Garoppolo with no outside threat with versus any defensive coordinator with assault. You got to say, Jimmy's never throwing outside the numbers. Let's crowd the middle of the field, 10 yards deep. And again, you watch every single throw. You know, they put this out on Twitter, the broadcast view, just a compilation of all of Jimmy's throws. They're all contested. Every single one of them's contested. Nobody's getting open. There's no open spots, and he's just dinking and dunking. No, 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 no. They're contesting everything shallow because there's no deep threat. Why, why Bell? Why worry about Brandon Ayuk's speed, Debo's speed, George Kittle's speed? Why? He threw it deep one time, and we intercepted it? Yeah, yeah, we're fine. Let, let, let's keep <laughs> jumping up, you know, it's it just crashing on these intermediate routes that we know he wants to throw. And that worked. It really did work. Um, worst graded players on offense, no doubt about it. Number 16, dead loss with a 54.6 gay Jimmy freaking Garoppolo. Um, here is uh, the QB, the handsome guy himself. Still my QB. I love you, Jimmy. You played trash. But you gave us a chance to win at the game. At the end of the game, here's him talking about his fumble, which is one of the worst plays I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, we were trying to run a uh, screen pass. Uh, running back got caught up in the line a little bit. Just got caught in between throwing it. I was trying to throw it away as the guy hit my arm. And, you know, unfortunate call by the refs there for a fumble. Unfortunate call there by the refs. It was the correct call. Refs were trash the whole time. That was the correct call. And so even if it wasn't a fumble... Because he shied away, he threw the ball backwards. So even if it was a pass, it was a backwards pass. So, unfortunate call there by the officials. I'm sorry, Jimmy. I love you, man. That's horse manure. Take some damn responsibility. That's on you. And I love Jimmy. I'm not trying to say, like, whatever. I'm just saying, like, the fact that he took no responsibility, which he's taken responsibility for everything since he's been the quarterback. This switch with Trey Lance and all that stuff, this is new Jimmy. And I like most facets of that new Jimmy. This ain't one of them. He even started off talking about that play. Oh, the, the running back got caught up. Mm-mm-mm. No, 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 no. You got caught up, man. You got caught up. That was on you. Roz Dwelly, second worst graded player with the 54.6. He only got 10 snaps, but was not effective. Trey Sermon. Sermon ain't it, man. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to say this. Sermon looked not bad, but awful. He looked really, really bad. I was very disappointed in everything that that guy brought. He got 41 snaps. Now, if you look at the the box score, you know, 10 carries for 31 yards, one touchdown. Uh man, uh, Texas or the Cowboys just had a pick six, I think. Uh, yeah, it's what it is. I hate seeing the Cowboys win anything, but yeah, it was bad. Uh, tuck rule uh, applies uh, to Brady. It's not a tuck rule. The tuck rule is for a fumble, and I am I'm with you, Drew. Yeah, Tom Brady gets all the calls. Aaron Rodgers is going to get a lot of calls. We saw that. The tuck rule implies that, hey, if I I'm, stop it and then the ball comes out, it's a fumble. But if it's backwards, like it was in the case of Jimmy, still, it, whether it's an incomplete pass or fumble, it doesn't matter. If it's backwards, that ball's live. Um, and, yeah, Drew, I'm with you, though. Yeah, Brady gets all the calls. We saw Aaron Rodgers get all those calls. We've seen Patrick Mahomes get all that calls. We don't have that guy yet. Maybe Trey Sir, or maybe Trey Lance can be that guy eventually, but yeah, I mean that's what it is. Mister Superfly, uh, appreciate the support as always, brother. Um, he says, "Do you think we're going to watch Jimmy struggle during the first half of games this whole year?" Yeah, man, 
it's back-to-back games, right? You know, we came out the first half and dominated against Detroit, which, you know, Detroit is, is showing that there are some players. But, man, that's back-to-back games that Jimmy... And, and you know, <laughs> I, I use this in my government classes, and it was used against me today because there's two things here, okay? There's two points. So let, let's talk through these issues. Number one, I think the biggest critique of Jimmy Garoppolo for this 49ers fan base, which is highly critical, we've got the best quarterbacks in NFL history. I understand those things. We're spoiled. That's a good thing to be spoiled, by the way. The biggest critique has been Jimmy can't win it in the end, right? Why, why can't Jimmy win it? And he finally does that. He goes back. You're down 17-0 versus the Packers, who are a good team. You get the lead with 30. Like, he did it. Imagine if Fred Warner made that play and tipped it at the end. It's a different story today. It's a completely different story. But that's not what happened, and that's not the way the NFL goes. So Jimmy checks off the box of one of the issues. Okay, he can fight from down and deliver in the fourth quarter. That's huge. But, and this is the analogy I use all the time in my government class, if I catch your house on fire, and then I put your the fire on your house out, am I a hero? Do you reward me? I saved your house. The answer is no. Jimmy lit the house on fire, and then did his best to put that fire out, and did so for a brief 37 seconds. And what do you do with that? There is no doubt as long as Jimmy Garoppolo plays this way, the 49ers are going to struggle and every game's going to come down to the wire. And that's not a bad way to, to live. Let's be honest. No team's ever gone undefeated and won a Super Bowl. And with 17 games, it's not going to happen. At least this year, it's not. Like, 11-6 and six is in the playoffs. I think 10-7 and seven is in the playoffs, especially now with seven teams getting in. So what's the 49ers' goal, right? The goal is to win the division. Guess what? Haven't had a divisional game yet. You can count these games as preseason for all I give a rat's ass. Like, that's just the truth. Because, again, we win the division, which our division has the best record in football. NFC West is still the best. They only have three losses. I mean, they are for real. The NFC West and the AFC West have the best records in football at 9-3. and three. I mean, they've been good from the start. So, uh, how is it that you're going to do this? Now, I think you can win with Jimmy. And I've said this, I'm going to say it again. You cannot win with Jimmy if you don't trust your running game. You got to run the ball. You got to run the ball. And if you can't run the ball with Jimmy in there, guess what? You just traded three first-rounders for somebody that can run the ball. I'm, I'm not saying it's time for Trey Lance to start. I'm saying it's time for Trey Lance to get more work. Two snaps is not enough. It's not enough. Sorry, three. He had three snaps, not two. Um, I want 10. I'm not asking for, oh, night and day, switch, you know, drives. 10 snaps, That I'd be, I'd be satisfied with that. Because, again, you can still win a lot of games with Jimmy. And, again, back up, back up. Let's look outside the 49ers scope right here. How are rookie quarterbacks doing in the NFL? Really, 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 really bad. So it's not like it's just, oh, put in your rookie quarterback, all the problems are solved. That's, that's not what it is at all. That's not what it is at all. You know, I, I, I tweeted this out before the game because all the other rookie quarterbacks went before us. It was so bad. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to pull this up here just so I could be accurate, which is how bad they were. Uh, here it is. Okay, Trevor Lawrence. He goes 22 of 34, 219 yards, one touchdown pass, two interceptions, three sacks. That's a 68 quarterback rating, team lost by 12. All right? Mac Jones, 30 of 51, 270 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions, two sacks, 55 quarterback rating, team lost by 15. Justin Fields, by far the worst day. Six of 20, 68 yards, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions, nine sacks. He had more sacks than he had completions. 41 quarterback rating, team lost by 20. Zach Wilson, 19 of 35, 160 yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions, five sacks, 42.6 rating, team lost by 26. So the answer isn't just, oh, put our quarterback in there, and you're sitting there saying, John, our team's better than all those teams. You're right, 
You're right. But I'm not sure any of those guys are taking their lumps and improving. We haven't seen that yet. It, and again, you know, uh, shout out to Rich. He put out there, you know, if you think Justin Fields doing bad is a litmus test for why you shouldn't uh, start Trey, Trey Lance, you're wrong. And th- I think that's his opinion, but I, I do think that it puts into perspective playing quarterbacks hard as hell. <laughs> it's hard. You can have the best quarterback in the NFL and still be one and two. That's happening right now. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are one and two. Russell Wilson is one and two. I don't think anybody would argue Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes are better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Nobody is arguing that. Nobody will make that argument. (laughs) But at the same time, you take a step back, you refresh, you look at everything and say, all right, this needs to change. This needs to change. Another thing that needs to change that's not on the quarterback, Alex Mack. Alex Mack was awful. He wasn't good. He wasn't average. He was awful. He's the 14th ranked player on offense. Only 16 got snaps, by the way, with a 55 grade. That's not okay. (laughs) Uh, He was getting destroyed in the run game repeatedly, repeatedly. All right, before we move on, I want to talk a little bit more offense and all those things. Uh, But before we do, I want to talk to you guys about a chance to get some game memorabilia. Let's go. I want the 49ers Rush podcast, all the faithful to look fresh. Guys, I am here to tell you today, if you need some sports memorabilia, boy, do we have the place for you. ShopRSA.com has some of the best 49ers memorabilia, signed autographed helmets, cards, figures, jerseys, you name it. And best thing, if you use our promo code 49ers, 49ERS, you get $20 off your first purchase over $100. Look at what they hooked us up with right here. It's an autographed Joe Montana jersey. Stitched on. Look how clean this is. This is incredible. This is for sale right now over there for $179. Use a promo code and get it for $159. And again, here we're giving this away at the uh, 49ers Rush Road Trip at our next location. So I want to say thank you to them. Also, put the link um, in the description of this video. So head down there. Again, shoprsa.com. Use the promo code 49ers, 49ERS, 20 bucks off and Get enough people sign up, they're going to give us some more stuff to give away. And that's kind of the goal there. So head over there. Got a birthday, Christmas coming up. Tell the family, look, this is what I want. Head over there. Here's the link. Appreciate the support. Boom. Go sign up over there and look at this. We got 49ers royalty. Juan Solace himself. This dude, I'll tell you, Juan goes to the game with his family. Juan's the best ever, by the way. He's the one that's responsible for all these clips. He goes to the game. Has a good time with the family despite the loss. Comes home, starts cutting up the press conference, and then goes to work. He works nights, ladies and gents. Juan Solace, he just gave a huge gift. He said, put a lucky listener in a good mood and give something away, John. Hell of a game last night. Hashtag CC. Thank you, Juan Solace. He's the absolute best, uh, all that there is. And I'm going this. The first hashtag CC countdown crew. That showed up in, in my screen was Zach Campbell. What's up, Zach? Um, and again, the you know the the order is always different on mine than it is with yours. Mine is compiled from multiple sites: uh, Periscope, Twitter, uh, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, all those things. So Zach Campbell, I just want to say thank you, all the Countdown Crew people. Uh, again, hit that subscribe button, guys. Um, here here's what we do. It's pretty simple. First ninety seconds of every single broadcast, you you uh you do hashtag CC. You're entered into giveaways. That's what we do. We we give more. Are there? I'm curious. Do other podcasts give stuff away like we do? Like I feel like we just give stuff away like it's hotcakes. Uh, <laughs> like do do other people do this? I, I don't I don't listen to podcasts during the season very much, just because I'm a little too busy this year. But I am curious if if other people. Yeah, Zach, I see you, baby. Congrats, man. Uh, email me, 49ersRushPodcast at gmail.com. The link for the t-shirts is in the description of this video. Pick a color, pick a shirt. Let me know where to send it. I'll get that out to you. Or you can message me on Twitter, at JL underscore Chapman. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's there. Philip, good old Philip D. Uh, I love this man. He, he's one of the best ever. We hang out on Patreon. We talk football. He always makes me smile. Philip says, nine sacks can't be blamed on the quarterback. Okay, and you're right. They cannot be blamed on the quarterback. But here is the issue. Because the problem is, Daniel Jeremiah, probably one of my favorite follows um, in the sports world, he tweeted this out. 
most sacks taken with 4.5 seconds on the clock this season. Zach Wilson's number one with eight. Justin Fields, after one sack, is number two with seven. Like, you're right. It's not all on the quarterback. However, whenever you look at what Justin Fields put on tape, and I'm not doing this to like, oh, we should feel better about Trey Lance. No, you guys have been following me long enough. You know I've been on the Trey Lance train for a minute, um, and I have not jumped off. But the, the critique was, guess what? Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get a pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or 7 Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Justin Fields holds the ball way too damn long. Way too long. And he showed that the entire time whenever he was in college. And he's showing it already still. Matt Nagy should be fired. Okay? Urban Meyer should be fired. There's no doubt about those two. Like, those are bad coaches. Cliff Kingsbury, coaching a 3-0 team, he should be fired. But, let's be honest here. All right, let's, let's change it around a little bit. Kyle Shanahan hasn't been great either. That fourth on one call... It was really, really, really bad. It was really bad. I do not care at all, um, you know, about scoring the touchdown and all that stuff early. Here's Kyle Juszczyk who scored the touchdown and leaving 30 seconds on the clock. This offense was inept and could not do anything. If you get a chance to score and take the lead with less than a minute left, you do that 10 times out of 10. It's not like our offense was like humming all game and we could score at will. No, 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 no. Um, here's Kyle Juszczyk talking about this because I think it's important, and I get it, Monday morning quarterback coach and hindsight and all that stuff, you can't leave them with 37 seconds. Guys, I, I'm t- <laughs> how many times did we get stuffed down there? We It took us seven plays to score right before the half. Like, oh, that, that's just, yeah, that's not a reality, guys. Uh, no, I didn't really have a lot of time to think about it. Um, I think the entire team was swarming me, so I, d- I didn't even know how much time was left on the clock, to be totally honest with you. Um, and it, it uh, you know, wasn't really uh, something that was on my mind during the play as well. You know, we were down six. We needed a touchdown, so I, I was trying to score. Yeah, you score. You do your best attempt to score 1,000 times out of 1,000. You fought back from 17 nothing. I understand that you still had timeouts, and so I get that. Um, and it, I get that. But, no, you score. You're at home. You put the team on your defense, and that's another thing, too. Jimmy Garoppolo didn't give up that drive at the end of the game. And he put us in a bad spot. Again, I'm going to go back and forth on this because I think nuance is important. Everybody wants to paint this as, oh, man, Jimmy Garoppolo cost us the game. The defense cost us the game. And, yes, you're right. You're both right. But they both played well enough to win as well. And until you get complimentary football from your quarterback and your defense, you're going to struggle and you're going to be in tight games. And guess what? Tight games do not always go your way. They did week one. They did week two. Didn't week three. 
And and so you got to understand that, that that's just the way that it is. It's the way that it is. Um, and, and yeah, Wally, he says, Kyle needs a situational coach. That going for it on fourth, you know, the pun on fourth and one, that was bad. That was a bad call. But also, how many NFL head coaches are going to go for it with two seconds left on the two-yard line? We've got these two extremes, you know? Um... You you gotta you gotta figure that out for both of them. Um, it, I, I don't know, man. I I don't know. I I think th- those are kind of the things that you you have to figure out. You know what I mean? Like you you gotta. It's it's hard to come to this tension with both because it's rough. Um, now let's talk um uh, some defense. And here is Fred Warner. The captain, and, you know, again, he got beat on those last two plays, talking about how Rodgers won. Uh, I know he, early on, he was getting some throws down the field that were either completed or, um, you know, had some P.I. calls, you know, me included. And so uh, they just they just stayed on schedule the whole game. We, we didn't really get, get them off their tilt enough. And uh, they, they got us in the run game on a few plays. So I'll have to look at it again for sure. I hated the game plan, and probably the person I was most upset with after the game, if you watch this live, D'Amico Ryans. It's very, very simple playing against this quarterback. We we built the playbook on how to stop Aaron Rodgers. You got to hit him. You can't let him get into a rhythm. So how do you fix that? We go out and we drop down three-man pass rush, back-to-back third downs, and let him convert and get comfortable. And I am not okay with that. I'm not okay with that. Um, so D'Amico Ryans, guess what? You might want to put your backs, your your corners, give them some off coverage, and let them look at the ball. Quit putting them in positions where they're going to be, you know, easily available to have pass interference. That's on the DC. You didn't make adjustments down at the end of the game. You're up 37. Get one stop. Get one stop. One stop. That's all you had to do, and you didn't do it. I think that's kind of where that goes. Now, if we look at the top-graded defensive players, listen to this. I don't know how many would have guessed this. The number one overall rated player on defense, Josh Norman. What? He had an 89.7 grade. That's elite. Now, unfortunately for Josh Norman, he left to the hospital coughing up blood. <laughs> so I'm, I'm laughing. I'm not trying to like, that's not funny. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying to, the reason why I laugh is because it's comical. He played so well. Then he's in the hospital coughing up blood while the game is going on. And what makes it even crazier than this is get, gets this. He has a lung contusion, according to Kyle Shanahan, in his day by day. How do you cough up blood on Sunday and be day by day for the NFL? You know, I, I'm not a doctor, obviously. Thank God. Uh, imagine me as a doctor. Um, trust me, everything's okay. <laughs> like, it's, it's not my realm. Um, but Josh Norman balled out. And I was very, very critical that he got to start over um, Demo, but Demo got burnt over and over and over again. You put him in a position that wasn't really good. Now, sticking with the injuries, K1 Williams, he's going to be out multiple weeks with the calf strain. So, if everybody's healthy and if Josh Norman is day-to-day, I think that you've got your corner set and your starters I'm okay with. Josh Norman outside, he's going to get pass interference calls. We're bad at that anyway. You've got Emmanuel Mosley, who played incredible. I thought he played really, really well. And then you've got inside, you put Demo at nickel, which we saw that. I'm fine with those three. And I know everybody's like, oh, corner's an issue, corner's an issue, and it's right. I'm not too worried about those three. Depth after that, trash. Ambry Thomas, number 27. Uh, Drake Kirkpatrick, do you bring in Richard Sherman? I don't don't like any of those. But we do have to kind of tip our cap. Josh Norman played well. He didn't play well. He played elite. You know, a 90 is elite. He got an 89.7. He had a 91.3 coverage grade. That's pretty damn good. So Josh Norman, like, all right, warming up to it. Warming up to it. Love to see that. Eric Armstead, second highest rated player, 79.7. Got his first sack. Man, almost like we talked about, I think that was one of the predictions we nailed that he would get his first sack. Um, He did Nick Bosa, third highest grade player, 75.0. And 
Yeah, Bosa, he had this awesome quote, and it's brief, but I thought it was so good. The difference between the game in 2019 versus the Packers versus this year, and I think it tells a, a very, very good story. They tried to rely on their their players in 2019, and uh, this this game they definitely kept some guys in and doubled most of the game, chipped a lot. They relied on Bakhtiari, who's one of the best left tackles in the NFL, to go one-on-one with Bosa, and Bosa destroyed him. Ate his lunch. Very first drive out, Bosa ate everybody's lunch. Had a tackle for loss, a pass breakup, uh, and drew an offensive penalty in three consecutive plays. Ruined the drive by himself. So, they said, you know what? We're going to attribute one guy, extra guy, the entire game. Bosa will not be left alone once more. And it worked. On top of that, 18, how many pass attempts did he have? Let me look at this here. Eight, yeah, 18 out of 33 pass attempts were all released between two and a half seconds. He averaged 2.3 seconds per release, Aaron Rodgers. That's catch, 1,001, 1,002, let go. You build and you predicate your team upon pass rush completely negated by a quarterback that understands everything and you're not disguising any coverage whatsoever and you're playing press man with your outside corners that are inexperienced and young and they're turning their backs to a quarterback that has that and you never changed it. You never adjusted. You never changed it. That, my friends, isn't on our corners. I don't give a shit who the corners were. That's on D'Amico Ryans. Now, how much... I I don't think leash is the right word. How much frustration? I think frustration is the right word. How much room for improvement do you leave him? Because, yeah, it's his first time calling plays. However, nothing ever changed. Nothing changed. The whole game. At some point, if it's not working, you got to change it. And just what it is. Real quick, word from our sponsor, my bookie. All right, winning season has started off hot. We're doing really well. But my bookies continuing to crank up the heat with a $50,000 Survivor Contest. Here's the deal. Whether you're new or existing customer, it doesn't matter. If you make a deposit with my bookie using our promo code 49ers, 49ERS, you're going to get an entry into the $50,000 Survivor Contest absolutely free. To play, all you got to do is pick one winner a week, keep keep that strive uh streak alive you got a shot to win the grand prize so head over there mybookie.ag use promo code 49ers 49ERS double your first deposit get instant access to the $50,000 survivor pool again that's promo code 49ers bet anything anytime anywhere with mybookie All right, I love this. I'm getting like Urban Meyer is trash. Urban Meyer sucks. All those things. Then I get this other one. I don't know who this uh, J Dog is, but I appreciate. It. I love this. I-, I love conflict. By the way, people think because I'm positive, like I don't like negativity. I love negativity, man. I was raised in a messed up household. Uh, he says, uh, "Who cares?" Urban Meyer just signed a fresh multi-year deal and has coached three games with a young team. Um, he should be fired. You're insane. Um, okay. So I don't base, you know, my claims on Urban Meyer being a terrible NFL coach on those three games. Um, I base them on several other things. One, um, I talk to different scouts and people in the NFL, and I'm not the only one that shares this. Two, the way in which he treats human beings. Um, he is used to being the dictator, kind of like Lord, everybody look up to me and worship me. That's not translating to his locker room. Three, um, you just traded away a top young corner for a third-round pick and a 30-year-old backup tight end. That's stupid. Four, you hired Trent Baalke. You're a moron. Five, you brought in freaking Tim Tebow. What the hell are you doing and wasted a roster spot on a PR gimmick move? Six, you hired a well-known racist coach to come work in the NFL at this time. Seven, why the hell are you throwing your quarterback 40 times a game whenever he's a rookie? What the hell, man? So that's what I'm basing it on. And again, I may be insane. You're probably right. I do look a little bit like the Joker when I smile. But I'm telling you right now, the culture that is permeating that program is not positive. And so, again, the litmus test that I see whenever I watch Urban Meyer with the Jaguars is comical. So, anyway, uh, I'll I'll say this. Uh, 
I could be wrong. Urban Meyer may be a great NFL coach. I am very glad and proud, and I have pride in our head coach. Does Kyle get it right all the time? Hell no, he doesn't. Hell no. But that ain't it. It's Chip Kelly. We all knew. Tim saw Jim Tom Sula and, and Chip Kelly, we all knew. I mean, we're like, oh, faithful then, faithful now. When is this going to be over, right? Nobody feels that way now. Um, I, I, I just disagree with that. And so, again, it's an opinion place, J-Dog, and I appreciate you. Um, and I love controversial like comments like that. Like, come at me, bro. I'm cool with that, man. I, I, I'm safe. But I, I'm just, no, 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 man. No, it's just not my guy. Not my guy. How many medical reasons and family reasons can you have for what he's doing off the field with uh, the opposite sex. Let's be real. Uh, that dude has no soul whatsoever. Um, anyway, now let's talk about that was fun. I enjoyed that. I kind of I enjoyed that a little too much. Let Let's talk about the defensive grades. Okay, the bad defensive grades. These are the lowest scores from Pro Football Focus. Kwan Williams. Ah, he got dead last. He only played six snaps before he got hurt. He's going to be out a couple weeks. He got burned on that one play. I think that was kind of huge. 40.3. Um, Demo, <laughs> 43.7. And I, I don't think that Demo played bad. I think that he got beat for the touchdown. I think that he gave up outside leverage too easily um, against... Who, who doesn't do that against Devontae Adams? He could beat everybody. Arden Key, he was like number one last week. Now he's 46.1. He only got 11 snaps. Joukowsky Tart, he had a really bad game. A really bad game. Uh, 47.9. Got beat um, on that one big deep play. Had several missed tackles. What did he have? I want to get this right. Three missed tackles. Um, he just wasn't good. Tart just had a bad game. And I even said, man, yeah, I think this is it may, not my fault, but... When we were talking about grades last week, I was like, man, Tart's whole career, he has like six like super high flash plays that are incredible, and then two or three in a row bad plays. And I said, man, he hasn't done that. Well, and that came out. Um, D Ford, he only played 20 snaps. He had a 53.7 grade, but the problem was every time D Ford got out there, it was a third down situation. It was catch, throw, catch, throw. D Ford couldn't do anything. He couldn't get there, and he had a missed tackle. So, uh, I'm sorry, he had three missed tackles as well. Oh, no, he didn't. Sorry, I'm looking at it wrong. I apologize. D4 did not have a missed tackle. He just didn't really accomplish anything in his pass rushes because the ball got out quick. So, you know, you look at those things, it, it's frustrating. The defense did not play well. And, and so, like, how do you respond to that? And I think Bosa, let's hear from Bosa than Kittle on what those things look like and how you how the mood in the locker room was first. Uh, not too good. Um, we had plenty of opportunities as a defense to close it out, and we didn't, so it's tough. His his entire demeanor, uh, it's not good. Kind of looks down. We could have closed it out. We didn't, uh, and that's tough. It's really tough. But do you hold your head? Do you throw a big hissy fit? George Kittle, this is the exact message, coach words, and I, I believe in this. You have to. Um, if you focus on it too much, you sulk on it too much, it's going to affect you into the next week. And what good does that do you? Whether it's uh, you know, riding the high of a win or mourning the loss, you got to flush it after 24 hours and you know, get ready to go after it again. And um, yeah, Like I said, if, if you mourn on it too long, it affects your next week, and then you're a day behind, and you can't really be a day behind on Seattle Seahawks because you know they're going to bring it. Uh, they just had a loss too, so it's going to be two angry teams finding out. Yeah, and that's kind of where we are. You move forward. Seahawks are one and two. Um, now, I, I've been on the record all offseason saying this is the worst Seahawks team in the past decade. I didn't even think it was close. Uh, in, they're one and two early. We'll see. Kirk Cousins went off on them. <laughs> it wasn't a primetime game. You play Kirk Cousins, not a primetime game, you're going to be in for a battle. Um but can the Seahawks beat us? Yeah, of course they can. Their strength matches up with our biggest weakness. That's the secondary. We've got to fix that. So we'll see here. Now, real quick injury rundown. This is from Matt Barrows from today. Kwan Williams out multiple weeks with his calf. Josh Norman, as we said before, day-to-day. -day. George Kittle calf day-to-day, -day, he's fine. 
Um, Javon Kinlaw, knee day-to-day. This is the same injury. He's going to be fine. Eric Ar- Armstead, abductor, day-to-day. He's fine. Elijah Mitchell, shoulder. Team hopes he practices this week. And that is the big circle this one, baby. Because with Elijah Mitchell out, we've seen you cannot, <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination, run our offense. He doesn't trust Trey Sermon. And I don't trust Trey Sermon either, by the way. Uh, very, very bad choice. Um, mentality is just not there. It's mental. It's all mental. He's got all the skill. If you can get an, infuse in him some confidence and decision-making and get rid of that hesitancy, then fine. Running backs, but running backs are always head cases, man. Running backs and secondary. Like, once something happens up here, it just bad things happen. And right now, he's not in good headspace. He really isn't. Um, Shanahan also said, again, this is from Matt Barrows, Shanahan said he hoped Maurice Hurst and Devontae Harris, both of whom are eligible to come off IR this week, can practice Wednesday. So there's a little bit of your, you know, kind of corner depth. And Maurice Hurst, again, that will help versus the run game as well. That would be two great additions. Uh, I would love (laughs) to have those guys back. So anyway, uh, take that for what you will. Don't be upset. You know, I broadcast my Niners stuff literally and figuratively to everybody. I talk about the Niners all the time. I got a damn dog walking around my French Bulldog in a Niners jersey all day. Yeah, I'm going to get freaking trash. And I welcome it, baby. When you go to work and people are there, 37 seconds, huh? 37. Yeah, it was crazy, man. Can't believe they did that. Props to Rodgers. Hats off to them. Hey, what, what, what's, your, what's your team again? What team are you rooting for? All right, cool. Because if you want to get into... Some smash talk about the 49ers in any franchise. Any franchise. Let's go, baby. I'll I'll tear you to shred in front of your peers, and I'll make you look like an idiot that doesn't know football. That's just what I'm going to do. I'm never going to open it up that way, but you want to come at me? You come for the king, you best not miss. I don't care who you are. Man, I'll I'll destroy you. Are you kidding me? I know more about your team than you do, including what they're missing. But, man, be that person. Uh, you don't have to be an a-hole about it, but like, come on, man. You going to come at the Niners? Bring it, baby. Bring it. We got five Super Bowls. How many y'all got? Oh, you. if you're one of the teams that have more, Pittsburgh Steelers or the Patriots, all right, cool. That's awesome. You had one quarterback if you're a Patriots fan. Really had one quarterback. That's your whole franchise. He left. Your whole thing goes to trash. Uh, man, how is that cheating to win so many Super Bowls? What? How's that feel? What's that like? Patriots, come on, man. Your quarterback's not even trusted to go into a bathroom stall. Really? That That's that's what you want to support? That's who you are? All right, cool. Let's go. Um, anyway, yeah, I'm tired, Tommy. I've had a rough day. <laughs> Tommy says, I love your attitude tonight. Um... Anyway, it's been a long day in the Chapman household, but that's okay. We're 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 pushing, baby. That's <laughs> what we're doing. You guys are the absolute best. Um, if you haven't joined us on Patreon, head over there as soon as the NFL releases its film to the scouts. Um, I get it right then and there. Patreon breakdown's coming. I'm gonna wake up at 3:30 in the morning. I'm crossing my fingers it's up by then. The problem is they release it the film in order of um, the games played. So we played Sunday night game. So they're going to release the other 14 games before ours. So it just takes time. But as soon as I get that, that's going to be up. Head over to patreon.com 49ers rush podcast. And again, Oh man, before I go, Oh my gosh, huge development. I can't believe I freaking buried this. That's okay. I don't care. 49ers rush Okay. We're going to Chicago. We're going to LA, but I've been trying to find the correct – oh, this is awesome. I'm so pumped about this. I've been trying to find a really good 49ers tailgate in Chicago. Here's the problem. Struck out, man. Struck out. Couldn't find one that would be capable of housing the 50-plus tickets we've sold already for this trip. People coming to party with us in Chicago, baby. So guess what? We just said screw it. We're going to do our own. Got together with the Gatton brothers who are incredible. We're going to be doing brats, beer, and having a great freaking time in the parking lot. So stay tuned for this. It's going to be all you can eat, drink, all you can eat, all you can drink. We're partying. I bought the parking passes, which were just bananas, <laughs> the tailgating passes. I don't want to get into that. But, um, you know, we're going to get that for you uh, ticket-wise and all that stuff. So when you're in Chicago, we're going to be throwing the party there. It's going to be incredible. Um, 
So uh, stay tuned for that. If you want to join us, discounted hotels in Chicago. I think we have like a week left. The game is the 31st. So go get your damn tickets. 49ers Rush Pod, uh, sorry, 49ers Rush Road Trip.com. Click on Chicago. Discounted hotel rates right across the street from the stadium. Saving you like 70 bucks a night if you book with us. Um, we're going to be throwing a party the night before. It's going to be awesome. Official 49ers party, man. The 49ers are going to be there with us. We got giveaways galore. We're going to be at Gracie O'Malley's in Wicker Park the night before the game. Saturday, it's going to be incredible. Come have a hangout. We had an awesome time last week. Uh, or sorry, um, two weeks ago at Philly. It was incredible. Shot Jay gave me a gift. Thank you. He said, we always support when you choose violence. Um, I'm, I'm sorry I went off a little bit. Uh, hopefully not too bad. Uh, hopefully I didn't piss anybody off, but it's what it is. I love you guys. You're incredible. And as always, stay strong, faithful. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.